Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on 8. Yeah, I know. But that's eight floors up. That's like eight times eight. I don't A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash choose blue by December 11th. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine, and for the first time in... Well, over 40 days, I'm coming at you, and the Bengals have won a game. They win yesterday, 32-14, to over the Philadelphia Eagles, scored a bunch. In fact, they were up 29 to nothing at one point, and it was a complete blowout at Paul Brown Stadium. I was there. Going to get a lot, a lot to talk about, because I've been very critical of Andy Dalton, and while Andy Dalton answered the bell, we'll get into some of his numbers and much, much more, but... As always, I appreciate you listening. You can follow me on Twitter, at James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast, one part of the fastest-growing podcast network in the world, the Locked on Podcast Network. And I appreciate each and every one of you. We're up over 16,000 listens. And, heck, our 50th episode is tomorrow. So we're growing, and it's because of you, and let's dive right into it. This it's pretty much what happened. This will tell you the story. The defense played well yesterday. We'll get into Vontez perfect. But Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton was the red rifle. He was he was on. There was no shooting BBs yesterday. That dude was doing everything he could for his team to win. 130, 130 quarterback rating, 23 of 31 for 332 yards, two touchdowns, and the long ball, well, it was working for Andy Here's some highlights, courtesy of the Bengals Radio Network. It's Dan Horton, Dave Lapham on the call. And these are some of the big plays from yesterday's 32-14 victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. Dalton's going to throw it deep down the left sideline for Cody Cole. Over the shoulder, catch at the 20, runs down to the 10, inside the 5. He stepped out at the 5-yard line. A beautifully thrown ball over the outside shoulder of Cody Core And the rookie wide receiver out of Ole Miss makes his first NFL catch for a 50-yard gain as the Bengals enter the Toyota Red Zone. On third down and 10, shotgun snap to Dalton. He's going to air it out for Brandon LaFell, running down oh, the middle of the field. Baby. Another beautiful over-the-shoulder throw right into the arms of Brandon LaFell, and he gets hauled down on the hash marks at the Philadelphia 32-yard line, a 45-yard strike. Delivered by Dalton. Dalton back to pass. He's going to air it Got out him. down the left sideline. Oh. Back shoulder throw. It's hauled in by Alex Erickson. Now check that Tyler Boyd for a first down at the 16-yard line. Dalton back to pass. He'll throw it into the end zone for Eifert. Yeah. Leaping attempt. Yeah. He's got the football. Yeah. Touchdown, Bengals. Andy Dalton with a great throw. And Tyler Eifert went airborne to haul it in for his third touchdown catch of the year. Shotgun snap to Dalton. He's back to throw. Throws into the back of the end Boom. zone. Touchdown, Brandon LaFell. Extended the arms. And it's another picture-perfect strike from the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. And the Red Rifle was locked and loaded. The Bengals get the win 4-7-1 on the season. And really early on in this game, when you, you and you heard that first highlight to Cody Core, you knew 
that maybe this might be the game where they break out. Jeremy Hill scored a, a couple plays later, and that's what it was. It was the Andy Dalton show. The throw to Cody Core was one of the best throws ever because Cody Core wasn't open. It wasn't like he blew by the guy and he was just wide open. But what Dalton did is he put it in a spot where only Cody could get to it, and he threw his wide receiver open. And that's what we haven't seen from Andy. And we, he's done it time and time again. He did it to Tyler Boyd a couple times on the back shoulder. Look, if Andy plays that way, this Bengals team could win out if he plays like that. Because that's the Andy that I've expected. That's what we saw last year. And you, he can't play that great every game. But if he's close to that, resembles that, well, the Bengals, they wouldn't be 4-7-1. In fact, they would have won in London. They would have beat New York. They would have beat Buffalo. Heck, they would have won last week at in Baltimore. So that's the Andy that makes everything, well, quite dandy. Sorry, but it's true. And, and he played awesome. And everybody on Twitter was talking about Nugent. And Nugent, honestly, he, he had a good day. He was 4-4 four for four from field goals, 2-3 for three on extra points. But that extra point obviously glaring. And Bengals fans were all over me on Twitter about it. And here's the thing is, did the Bengals win yesterday because Mike Nugent finally went 4-for-4 four 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 from field goal range? Or did they win because Andy was balling? That's my point when it, when it comes to Nugent's struggles is he's a kicker. Yes, yeah, he struggles. He, you can make the argument he, he doesn't deserve his job, and I totally get it, and I'm not going to argue with you because that makes sense. But quarterback play is so much more important. And if you have an average quarterback who's playing average and you, you have a kicker who's playing below average, Guess which one is more glaring? The average quarterback. Because it hurts your team more. They're more important. They do more things. You need more out of them. And by the way, they're paid more, so you expect more out of them. That, I mean, that's just it. That's it. Quarterbacks are more important. Yesterday, the reason the Bengals won, it's simple. Andy Dalton. Another reason was Vontez Perfect. Look, and, and you heard Vontez. You remember this in the Bengals locker room? It's interesting. You remember when Vontez Perfect? came up to me in the Bengals locker room and said, hey, man, you ain't saying the right beep. If you forget, here's what Vontez had to say to me. It was the day after the Monday night game. It was that week following the Monday night game against the Giants. I had ridden him pretty hard during the bye week, and I pretty much said, well, Vontez, you're not playing well. You're not flying around. You're not making game-changing plays. Oh, and by the way, you look a little out of shape. You couple all that those things together and – uh, that's probably why the defense is struggling. You remember they had just given up 27 points to the Redskins in London. Here's, just to, if you forget, what Vontez Burfick said to me in the locker room. You going with the little radio show? Huh? You going with the radio show? The, well, yeah, what's, I your, work. what's your radio show name? ESPN 1530. I work for him. Keep, keep my name out your mouth, man. You ain't saying the right shit. Well, let's fast forward a couple weeks. Bengals defense certainly is playing the part. They haven't given up more than 21 points since the bye week. They held the New York Giants to 21 on the road. Then it was 16 to Buffalo, 19 to Baltimore, 14 at home against Philadelphia yesterday. And, and you look at it, and, and I, it's funny. Since he said that, the, those three games since, he's had 13 tackles, 13 tackles, and 15 tackles. That's 31 tackles in three weeks. He's flying around the ball and just playing and making game-changing plays. And I'll give it to him. And by the way, my math, wow, that's brutal. Forty. That's 41 tackles in three weeks. Anyways, he had two picks yesterday. First Bengals linebacker to have two interceptions in a game since Odell Thurman. 
in 2005. Vontez Perfect is playing the way I expected Vontez Perfect to play. In fact, yesterday might be the best I've seen him play. And here's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm critical of stars. I'm critical of guys who I think can play better because, well, I know what they're capable of. So Vontez Perfect, I expect him to be great. I expect Andy Dalton to play well. Mike Nugent, well, I'm not going to get all bent out of shape about a kicker. I'm just not. You know what I expect? I expect guys like Carlos Dunlap to do what he did yesterday, batting a couple more passes, almost intercepting a pass, being really disruptive. I expect Geno Atkins to be active. Those are the guys I expect a lot from. A.J. Green, I expect a lot out of him when he's healthy. I, I, so, yeah, I caught out Vontez Perfect. He's played pretty well the past couple weeks, and uh, credit to him. Credit to him. He's the best player on the field yesterday, uh, at least defensively for the Bengals. And he looks like right now, especially Luke Keekley injured, best linebacker in the game. I mean, he looks like it to me. He's flying around, definitely looks in shape, definitely more active than he was. Heck, I, and I know you look at it, he had four tackles against New England. Uh, or what eight? It was eight with, with four assists. So eight tackles, eight tackles against Cleveland. But they were running read option. He was late. There were plenty of times, those games, the New England game, the Cleveland game, and the Washington game, when you saw Vontez and he was behind or just barely getting guys, now he's running guys down and he's going after them. And he chased Tyrod Taylor down in Buffalo when Buffalo was in town. And he was making plays on Joe Flacco last week. And yesterday, four pass deflections, two interceptions, ten tackles. He played great. Played great. And, and if he played that way earlier in the year, along with Andy Dalton, maybe this team isn't 4-7-1. and one. But props to him. I mean, props to him. The, the, the big thing for me was, is the headache, is the worry of perfect worth what he's putting out as production? It has been the past couple games, and there is no worry. By the way, I tweeted out at James Rapine. I tweeted out that Mike Mitchell, that, that Vontez perfect might be a dirty player, but, but Mike Mitchell's dirtier, the Steelers' safety. And you can read my timeline. I'm also going to put up some of the tweets I got on uh, ESPN 1530 and 700WLW.com. Steelers fans got a hold of that and ripped me. So, Bengals fans, if you want to uh, go on there and defend me, I, I would totally appreciate that. Because that was me saying, hey, yeah, Vontez might be, bur- might be dirty. But one, he's a star. Two, he ain't nearly as dirty as Mike Mitchell. Not nearly as dirty. Look, I, I look at this Bengals team and they're 4-7-1. and one. And I look at the remaining schedule. They should beat Cleveland this week. And everyone's going to say trap game, worry game, blah, 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 blah. They should beat Cleveland this week. Then you have Pittsburgh at home. That's a tough one. So let's say they lose that game. Beat Cleveland, lose that game. They would be 5-8-1. and one. Then they finish at Houston, Baltimore at home. I say you split those. I don't know which one you win. I think you split those, probably beat Brock Osweiler. Yes, I know you could make the argument that you win both. I get that. Yeah, you could make the argument that the Bengals went out. I, I just don't think they do. I don't see it. They've won one game in the past 40-something days. So I think they finished the season 2-2 two and two in these last four. So they'll finish 3-2 and two in their last five. And it'll, be, it'll give fans something to be semi-optimistic about heading into the offseason that uh, this probably doesn't need to be a complete rebuild because I don't think it is. I think you've got plenty of pieces around this team that can be big parts of, of why they succeeded. And 
you're seeing it now because it's flashing. The defense might not be as old as everybody thought it was. It's flying around again. And a big reason why, like I said, it's Vontez perfect. He's a game changer when he wants to be, when he wants to be. So, yeah, if he stays in shape and he's doing all the right things and he's studying the film and doing everything, then he plays like that. Then you're like, I want this every game. And I, and I think he can play that way every game. So it's one of those things where they have A.J. Green, Vontez perfect, a Andy Dalton, obviously he's not going anywhere. They might, they'll probably move A.J. McCarron in the offseason. You have pieces you can build around, but can you get enough? Can you rebuild on the fly to where you can contend for an AFC North Division championship next year? That's the goal, obviously, for the Bengals. They'll have a lot of draft picks. It'll be interesting to see. We'll, we'll cover it all here on Locked on Bengals with draft analysis and so much more. But plenty of football to talk about, a ton to talk about. On Wednesday, I'll be in the Bengals locker room to preview Hugh Jackson, the Cleveland Browns. The Bengals will travel up north, see if they can get their fifth win of the season. I'll discuss, heck, maybe I'll see if Vontez Perfect wants to talk. He's probably going to be in a good mood. We'll see about that. I thought Brandon LaFell played well. And here's the thing. Yesterday, Andy Dalton, it's amazing what great quarterback play gives you. Like, LaFell looked like he could be the number one. Eifert looked like he could be your stud tight end when you needed him. He only had two receptions, but he had a huge touchdown reception. Boyd looked like he was a great number two, and Core looked competent. I mean, that's they spread the ball out. Five receptions, four receptions, two receptions, four receptions, two receptions, two receptions, one reception, one reception, two receptions. How how many Bengals kind of has four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different Bengals, including Jake Fisher, which that's too cute, Ken Zampezi. Stop throwing the ball to an offensive lineman when the game is over. That didn't need to happen. But other than that, pretty good football game overall by the Bengals. A well-played game by Andy Dalton, certainly. And I think this team, it's too little too late. They're not going to go to the playoffs, but it's good to see them have some life, get over the hump, and now I'm interested to see what they do with these last four games. I'm James Rapine. You can follow me on Twitter at James Rapine. On tomorrow's show, we'll talk about the Bengals. Where do they go from here? Do they just, I don't know, go two and two like I think? Or can they make a run? Can they make a run? Not, not at the playoffs because that's all but out of the question. What if they get to eight wins? Do you want them to? Do you want a draft pick instead? Do you want the higher draft pick? We'll dive into that. We'll talk Bengals as always, right here. By the way, you'll hear from Joe Goodberry tomorrow. We, we do every week. I do my Bengals film review with him on 700 WLW. So I'll play a clip of that tomorrow because I'm sure that's going to be good stuff on Andy Dalton. I've been critical of Andy. Tomorrow we'll talk about Andy. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Subscribe, like, share. Everybody you know. And uh, please listen to it. And, and let's keep growing here on Locked On Bengals. As always, I appreciate you listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. <laughs>